The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Monday the 11th of March. In your Squiz today, a plane crash in Ethiopia, an Australian politics rap, Venezuela and electricity, and the fallout from leaving Neverland. This is your Squiz today. Claire, an Ethiopian Airlines plane carrying 157 people has crashed shortly after takeoff, killing all on board. It was on its way from the capital of Ethiopia to Nairobi in Kenya. The cause is not known yet, but the airline has said the pilot had reported an issue and had requested a return to the airport. Witnesses have said an intense fire was seen as the plane crashed. There were said to be people from over 30 nationalities on board, Claire. Yeah, the list of countries where people have come from is quite extensive. There's no Australians on that list, so I guess that's something. But, yeah, 32 Kenyans, 18 Canadians, uh, nine Ethiopians and then eight from uh, America, China and Italy and then seven from Britain and France. But, yeah, it's the list goes on and on. And do we know anything about the plane, about... What may have happened? No, not yet. And certainly the people involved, the CEO of Ethiopian Airlines is saying that uh, there's a full investigation to go, but it's quite notable and people have been talking quite a bit since this happened last night that it's the same Boeing aircraft Uh, the 737 MAX 8, uh, as went into the Java Sea in October. So uh, that investigation found in the early stages that the pilot was struggling to overcome a safety feature that kept forcing the plane's nose down. Um, Reports so far are very quick to point out that there's no suggestion that the same thing has happened, but still it's something that, um, that people have talked quite a bit about overnight. And back here, police are holding grave concerns for a married couple, Trevor Salvador and Jacinta Bohan, who left Bright Victoria on Friday for a quick walk near Mount Buffalo. They haven't been seen since. Yeah, they were only meant to be going for a very quick three-hour walk Mm. uh, on Friday morning and they were meeting friends later that evening, but their car was found on Saturday afternoon, the searchers being focused on the area raiding out from that point and police are concerned that the area that they've been walking in has some fairly steep drops and they think that maybe one has fallen and the other has gone down to help them so they're going to keep searching there. Yeah they're said to be experienced hikers. To politics, you've joked in the Squiz Today email, Claire, that Bill Shorten can pretty much take the next two months off. (laughs) Well, why wouldn't you? Um, He doesn't even seem to need to leave the House at the moment to score points against the Coalition. Yeah, they had an interesting weekend and this morning news poll shows the Labor Party extending its two-party preferred lead over the Coalition 54 to 46. Take us through their weekend. So, well, we start on Friday where former Prime Minister Tony Abbott, who has had quite a bit to say in the recent years about climate change, he seems to have done a pretty good backflip and has said that we should stay in Paris and he believes we should stay in Paris because the current mob are going to get it right. So that was interesting. Uh, And then we have Michael McCormack, who is the Nationals leader. He had a fairly significant stumble on TV last week. There's a link to that if you want uh, to roll your eyes at at that. Um, That sparked speculation Mm. of a Barnaby Joyce revival. So that's simmering away. Uh, We've got a new pre-selected candidate 
candidate for Curtin, which is Julie Bishop's seat. Um, it's not the candidate that Bishop is said to have wanted. Celia Hammond, who's a former lawyer and uh, vice chancellor of Notre Dame University, she came strongly through the middle of the pack. Uh, we've got Milo Yiannopoulos, who's the controversial right-wing commentator. He uh, last week was um, speculated to not be allowed into Australia later in May, but apparently the Immigration Minister, David Coleman, is going to override that um, advice, so that's a little bit messy. Uh, And then we've got Linda Reynolds, who's the newly minted Cabinet Minister. She was on Sky News yesterday and she accidentally argued against one of her own team's significant, um, I guess, pillars of the economy, which is an approach to wages. So that was pretty ugly as well. It was fairly action-packed. Wow. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) a lot going on and the weird thing is right every single one of those would be really significant stories in its own right but it just sort of gets rolled into this one big mall of politics at the moment yeah it's not going that well for scott morrison that's true um, back in 2015, British teenager Shemima Begum fled London to join Islamic State. She was 15 years old at the time. It's reported that she was married within weeks of arrival. She's given birth to three children who have all died from malnutrition and disease. Some are now criticising the UK government for stripping Begum of her citizenship in light of the most recent baby's death, Claire. Yeah, that's happened just in the last few days and she became quite prominent um, just a a few weeks ago when she was found by a journalist from the Times in a Syrian refugee camp and while she said then that she didn't regret joining Islamic State, um, a further interview that she did with the BBC, she was very clear that she wanted to return to the UK and for her baby um, that was just about to be born um, to be a British citizen. So, yeah, it's a, an interesting one at the moment. There's lots of Western women who are coming to the fore in these refugee camps and that's because we're really seeing the last days of Islamic State in Syria and um, as um, the US-backed forces from the Syrian uh, diplomatic forces are really closing in on the last bit of territory. And still on world news, 70% of Venezuela has been without electricity since late last week. Incredible, really, when you think about Amazing. that. Yeah, and um, President Nicolas Maduro, who's the guy that there's been international focus on trying to remove him um, with uh, Juan Guado um, stepping forward to say that he's the interim president, self-declared, um, Maduro says that it's America that sabotaged the nation's power network, but the US says it's really down to Maduro's incompetence. Leaving Neverland, the confronting documentary told from the perspective of Wade Robson and James Shafechuck, two men who spent much time with Michael Jackson when they were children, aired over the weekend. It was pretty gruelling. Um, watching, I watched it on yeah, Friday and I did too. yeah Saturday nights, and of course Michael Jackson's family, uh, since the program aired in the US a week ago, have been very strident in their um, declaration that those events never happened. But uh, it's interesting that there's quite a cloud over Jackson's legacy that's being discussed quite a bit at the moment, and we've got a link to a really good summary about where things are at. Yeah, that is a good one, worth a read. Uh, the subject line. So I've got a lyric this morning from Kesha's um, TikTok, Blow My Speakers Up. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a report over the weekend of a woman who was a contractor at Sydney's Opera House who had been dismissed from her role after having a, a pretty messy night with colleagues. She actually won her case because, as the Fair Work Commissioner said, I suspect the majority of Australian workers may have potentially lost their jobs if they were um, pinged for being inoffensive a, drunkenness. Inoffensive <laughs> drunkenness. I did, yeah. I did have a little. I did have a little giggle at that. Yeah. To all the Victorians, South Australians, Tasmanians and Canberrans who listen to the podcast, enjoy your public holiday today. Yeah, God, how lucky are you? Very I know, lucky. we're very jealous. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Have a great Monday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.